Uh, Skyler Cooper here stepping in a little bit early with the KRMG Morning News, Matt and Jen. And I uh, wanted to start things off, Senator, by asking you about uh, something. You know, people have told me for years, I, I've never been out of the country. And they say, you've got to get a passport. Yes, you do. And I'm thinking, well, if they're good for 10 years, I don't know when I'm going to leave the country. Why would I race, waste two, three, four on a passport that I may not use yet? Well, it may take 10 years to get it now. <laughs> That's my understanding. So I, I guess it takes quite a while, and you're working on that. I am, actually. So a passport used to take four, five, six weeks to be able to get it. You make the request, you send the picture in, it's all done, no, no big deal on it. During COVID, State Department went completely, you know, out there remote on it. You can't process all that paperwork if you're doing that remotely. They fell behind. Americans started showing up again for work and traveling again. State Department stayed closed down again, and they fell miserably behind, and they've never caught up. At the same time, they tried to launch a new online version, which didn't work, and that made them even farther behind. Now it's 15, 16, 18 weeks to get a passport, and we have so many people that are saying, hey, I'm leaving on my honeymoon, and I requested my passport you know, three months in advance, and I still don't have it. And uh, people going on mission trips, people going on vacation in the summer, all kinds of things that are happening right now, and people just can't get access to their passport, and they can't even find out the details. So our staff's been helping a lot of Oklahomans be able to get their passport, calling people behind the scenes at the State Department, trying to get things unwound on that. We're still telling people, get your passport first, then book your ticket second, mm. uh, because it's very unpredictable. But I, I do have a bill that I've worked for several weeks now to be able to get done right. Uh, just telling people what their status is in their passport. Uh, it's amazing. I can find my status when I check in in a restaurant, but I can't find my status if I'm actually trying to be able to get a passport in. And so can't get their status, can't get their uh, background information, uh, trying to get basic requirements where they're going to get it, and to get the State Department to tell us when they're falling farther and farther behind rather than just hiding the ball. This was recently introduced, right? So yeah, it was. it's going to be a little while before we quite know where this goes. But, I mean... I understand millions of people could benefit from this because that's how far back they are. It is. Yeah, it's millions of people in the backlog right now. And we're trying to not only get this unwound in this backlog, but to prevent this from happening in the future. Okay, so, Senator, we have uh, the Supreme Court coming to the end of their session now. Yeah. We're making a lot of decisions. We're expecting a decision today on President Biden's uh, plan involving student, student loans. loans. Absolutely. Yeah. We had some changes made to the law here in the state in the last month about school choice. My question for you, and I, and I will say – just in advance, I don't yeah. have any kids in school. I don't have any student loans. I have right. no skin in this game yeah. other than as a taxpayer. Right. But as a taxpayer, I see no difference between these two issues. It's just somebody who wants me to, to supplement their education. Right. What do you think about that? So I do think they're a little bit different. A student loan is a, is a situation where I went in, I signed a piece of paper, said I'm going to take this loan and I'm going to pay this back. Sure. Uh, and now they're suddenly saying, well, I don't want to pay it back anymore. I want somebody else to be able to pay it back. Uh, what the, the student choice and the really is parent choice in it is on primary, secondary education. It's uh, kindergarten all the way through seniors. That's already covered by the taxpayer in every spot. And a lot of parents are saying, hey, my kids are in a school that's not succeeding, and I'm in this school because I live in this neighborhood. Give me the option to be able to choose the school I want to go to. So two steps have happened in Oklahoma. Two years ago, the legislature changed it and said, if you're in a public school, you can choose any public school you want to. Uh, if you live in Owasso, but you want to be able to end up going to school somewhere else, you can. For a lot of people, they, they live in one place, they work in another place, and they're trying to figure out what's the best spot for their family and for their kids. This gave them the option in public education two years ago. This past legislative session, the uh, our state legislature actually stepped up and said, hey, let's give people the choice also in 
private education as mm-hmm. well to be able to choose to say maybe a private school is better. In my own family, there was a season in my own my, my own family. My older brother was getting beat up at school. He was being bullied at school. It wasn't getting better on it. So my mom, who is a public school educator, literally pulled him out and said, "We're going to send you to a private school to be able to make sure that we're we're watching out for you." in that situation that was a choice of a parent to make that opportunity that was my single mom who was it was really tough for her on a on a elementary school teacher salary to be able to do that for my brother but that was the choice she was given to be able to do that and we'll find out on on the issue of the supreme court coming up on the um uh, student loan piece, they're really asking the constitutional question, can the president of the United States spend a trillion dollars without sure. going through Congress? Sure. That's really the constitutional question. We don't normally get to see you in person. Well, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in town for an OSU event that involves NASA. Can you it tell is. us about this? Yeah, it's a, it's a partnership OSU and NASA have had for 50 years, actually, but it continues to advance uh, on just on technology, on what we're going to do in the next generation for what's called air mobility. This is the air taxi. This is the Jetsons we've all talked about for a long time, that literally something okay. could land, pick up a person, and take you. So this is Uber through the air Fantastic. is basically what this would be. But that's when, when people talk about air mobility. Uh, that's how you're trying to be able to move one place to the other through the air. It's talked about a lot, but we haven't got a lot of research on it. OSU is raising their hands and partnering with NASA and saying we're going to do the research that it takes to be able to get us to that level as the United States. This is a launch event for that. Excuse the term launch event, I guess, for the NASA <laughs> No event. pun intended. Yeah, there's nothing actually that's going to go up in the sky today on it. But th- th- this is a, the beginning ribbon-cutting launch event for them to say we're going to work more on the air mobility and partner with NASA and OSU to be able to get it done. Well, you know, because in, in Back to the Future, we were supposed to be living in the skies already. Yeah, come on. So yeah, we're, we're a little late to the game, huh? Make yeah, regular traffic interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't make traffic reporting a whole different issue where the, the, the helicopter in the air is saying, yeah, there's a lot of traffic up here right <laughs> and now. it's all around. <laughs> we'll have to send Chase up there. That's right. Uh, Senator, it, that makes me think of, you know, we know aerospace is one of the top uh, industries in Oklahoma. It is. But there's a lot of things I don't think Oklahomans realize. Like, Matt, Jen, did you guys know, hmm. and Senator, you can explain this probably, Probably that we are the hub of air traffic controllers for the country here. I, I didn't I realize it was for the yeah. country. How does that yeah, work, Senator? In, the, in the country. Mike Maroney Center, actually in Oklahoma City for the FAA, that center trains air traffic control for the entire country. So anywhere you go in the country, when you land, the folks that are in the tower came through Oklahoma for their training. Also, the F-35 does not fly for the military without Oklahoma because we do so much of the manufacturing of the F-35. Obviously, what's happening at American Airlines, American Airlines doesn't fly without Tulsa, Oklahoma as Mm -hmm. well. And there's a lot of other innovation that's happening as well as what's happening at Tinker Air Force Base and multiple other locations, Altus Air Force Base. Uh, Anywhere you go, anywhere in the country, you've got folks that have actually been trained that are pilots advance or that are actually working on a tinker. The nuclear triad does not operate without what's happening on the military bases in Oklahoma. Uh, So there's a lot of aerospace and innovation that are happening right here. It's one of our major industries, but it continues to grow. We're speaking with Senator James Langford. Senator, um, we had a a huge storm about two weeks ago. It caused a bunch of issues around the state. And I know that state issues are not particularly your your domain but a lot of people were really unhappy with with the response of the state there with the governor being out of state with the lieutenant governor leaving the state right after the whole situation had started do you have any thoughts on that sir yeah the, the sl- slow response there, uh, there 
the first response is always going to be the local folks. It's going to be the PSO and the folks that came in from literally all over the country. We had trucks here from New Jersey mm-hmm. actually putting lines back up again. So that's the first response that's happening. Emergency management here in Tulsa County and all the counties around us, they jumped in immediately on this. The question was about the federal designation to be able to go through the process on that. We actually pulled a letter together from my office on the federal side on that literally the day after the storm came through to make sure that we were prepped and ready so when the state made the declaration we could actually partner up with that and to be able to move that out quickly this is something governor stitt is going to be able to work through to be able to make sure that it's clear obviously our governors are always going to be traveling they're going to be out of the state they're going sure. to be in that case out of the country that's just part of the job of a governor to be able to represent the state in multiple different places but we got to have a fast response on that as well so do you think that when some people were criticizing the governor that it was unfair? Yeah, everybody's going to find a reason to criticize somebody in government all the time. That's just the nature of the job. You just got to be used to it to realize there's going to be complaints on it. But I also say to people all the time, truth is not responsible for its owner. And what I mean by that is sometimes somebody that I disagree with that criticizes, I should look at them and go, yeah, that's really right this time. Oh, I like uh, that. So there, there, there's a lot of folks that I may disagree with on 90% of the things, but 10% I'm going to go, yeah, you're, you're totally right on that one. We can learn from this and the mm-hmm. state can learn from this to be better prepared and better organized that when the governor's traveling, we first of all, they know who the governor and you know that's filling in for it. Uh, that 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 person knows because Greg Tree didn't even know he hadn't even been notified at that point. That's a mistake, obviously. That's just a staffing issue that we got to be able to fix to be able to make sure that it gets passed on for the benefit of the state. Period in the future. So even even those that criticize you, look at it and go, yeah, I could probably learn and listen to that as well. Senator, thanks so much for stopping by today. It's great to see you. You bet. It's good to see you all as well. Thanks. thanks.